El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Medium.com, also called Unpopular Opinion, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of unpopular opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. How crazy is that? Joining me today, she is one of my co-hosts on the Pretty Scary Podcast, which you can check out right here on the Unpops Podcast Network, and you damn well should. She's also going to be hosting our backyard show at Chet Wilde's Place on July 7th. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Martin. Also joining me, she is a fantastic comic who you might have seen on Conan before. You can see her telling jokes all over the goddamn country, or you can hear her on this podcast right now. But you should do all of those things. Ladies and gentlemen, Maggie Mag. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Goddamn Opinion. That's the actual name, but I have to censor it for iTunes and just call it Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown, and I have a room full of guests today. No co-hosts, though. It's my favorite co-host of all. None. <laughs> but Randall will be back in a few weeks or something. Maybe. I don't know. Is he the official co-host? I try. I try to have official co-hosts, but no one... It's weird, but most people don't have the free time to record podcasts <laughs> that I do. Is he just like a co-host apprentice? Yeah. They call me your intern. Engineer, maybe, but not really, because yeah. I still end up doing all the sound shit. He just kind of runs the soundboard when he's here. Nice. And he's really manic about it. He'll do like, sound effects for anything. That was remarkably loud. So for a while, while Kevin Anderson was squatting in this apartment with his guinea pigs, uh, we would have him do laborious tasks for Adam, such as... Uh, <laughs> you gave him $20 to go get your sunglasses from your car once. No, I gave him $10 because it'd been a long day. I get up here. I'm like, I'm going to need my glasses. And he was just talking about like how broke he was or something. And I was like, I'll give you $5. And then when he was like, I normally wouldn't take it, but I need it. And I was like... Again, I'm sure I, I think I was drinking because I get very generous when I drink. So I, <laughs> I doubled it to 10 for having him walk I'll across the, 10. Down, Final answer. <laughs> down the stairs and across the street. That's Carrie Martin, obviously, <laughs> telling that story. That's a nice thing, though, because like then he feels like he did something and he didn't get a handout. It was fine. But once I sobered up, I'm like, why do I do things like this? It was good. It was a good thing. It was good. Yeah, it was nice. It was good. But we were going to have him file Adam's toenails. <laughs> you could, what? You couldn't find your toenail clippers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a tour board used, for Kevin. I could have used that. <laughs> and he did not come through. That's why he's not living here anymore. Also, on the snorts, comedian Maggie May making her first appearance on the show. Yay. Yay. I did a show with Maggie Saturday night. Last Saturday, was it? That sounds about right. Yeah. One of the nights. You were so fucking funny. Thank you. And now you're on this podcast. Yes. What a week you're having. I made it. <laughs> Holy shit. Thank I you so much for doing it. it. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Carrie, how have you been? I've been good. Hey, Brett. You know, the hardest <laughs> part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. Yeah. 
when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to that's since fine. last week. And that's why we call this segment This Week in Me. It's about to get really intense. We're not live streaming, so I'm playing this live. If the camera was on, people would know that. But I play this on two synthesizers and a drum machine. Uh, just an FYI, I did go to a weird birthday party last night at CPK at 5 p.m. Hey, this is my segment, so. <laughs> that was the funniest. <laughs> so you still say hit it, Brett? There's no Brett. I still say hit it, Brett, even though Brett has not been our engineer for about <laughs> two and a half years now. We also say RIP Brett all the time, but he just works at Yahoo Sports now. <laughs> he didn't die. Brett was great. He's just dead to <laughs> he was, us. He was great. He's not anymore. <laughs> we, will, we do talk about him in the past tense. That makes the most sense. <laughs> he was great, and now he's out <laughs> reporting about what Serena Williams had for lunch with Yahoo News. Yeah. Good for him. I Last would. I'd do that. Is... I'd take that job. So this podcast is called Unpopular Opinion, and we're talking about unpopular opinions today. You know how it goes. Just today. Just today. Um, I have the notes uh, displayed in a way that no one can read them, but <laughs> you don't really need to. It's just all my stuff. Does anyone have any that they want to share before I dive into mine? I've said it before, but it's a it's an opinion I, I stick with. Chewing your gum with your mouth open or popping your gum should be illegal. I could see that. It's annoying. People should it be is. able to tap you on the shoulder and tell you to stop, and you should have to be able to stop. If or you, manners. If you chew anything with your mouth open, you should be punched in that mouth. The same with coughing. And I feel that way on a plane when 100%. people cough. One, don't cough. Like, yeah. wait until the flight's over. Right, yeah. But then on, t- on top of it, if you do have to cough, the ones who don't cover their mouth and you just know it's circulating. That's terrorism. That's biological terrorism. It really is. That's what that is. Yeah. That's unleashing chemical weapons into the world. It really is. Yeah. In the gum thing, there's the sound, too. And I have misophonia. So, like, oh, I so can't it's even worse. Hear anything but that gum. And, like, if I, like, I have to look at the person and if they're just like, Chewing with their mouth open, their tongue going everywhere. I'm just like, I hate you. So that means that like you're just very sensitive to sounds. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, growing up, they don't have a name to anything. So it's just like, I just hate this. I hate it a yeah. lot. And then you go through and read articles where people are like, yeah, I don't know what it is, but I hear gum chewing and I immediately hate that person. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's exactly the thing. Like, you just makes you angry and anxious and my bra- like it feels like my brain's gonna melt and explode at the same time yeah caitlin and i ended up getting a bad review f- for one of our podcasts where we gave the guests checks mix and snap peas <laughs> and they had the exact same reaction where i'm sensitive and this is like making my ears bleed and i probably will never listen again and it's like gosh i never thought about it yeah like and it's and it's definitely not anything that people consciously think about or like right. I'll be like hey you know you're smacking your gum people are like oh I have no idea like people don't think about it it's just there's a population of people in the country with very sensitive kind of like it's the same with like a ticking clock if I'm in a room with a ticking clock I can't hear anything but that ticking clock and it'll wow. drive me nuts <laughs> that's like Chinese water torture a hundred percent one hundred would you be it's the torture. POW that would speak and tell all the secrets to make it <laughs> oh yeah I'd be like George yeah. Bush out here painting pictures <laughs> Who else you want to know about? My neighbor is cheating on her taxes. (laughs) Yeah, I used to work back when I had a real job. I worked. I sat next to this woman who would pop her gum. So she would like blow a little. I don't know how she fucking did it. But every time. No, no. Like she'd be murdered. 
Because that, like, she would like blow a bubble inside her mouth and pop it every time she bit. Is that like tying a cherry stem with your tongue? No, that's cool. Right, anyone can. Really cool. Yeah, I've read articles on how to do. Slept with guys based on if they can do that or not. Yeah, tie it and untie it. (gasps) Wow, and then tie it again. I'd sleep with Maggie. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that is pretty impressive. Popular opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the gum thing is annoying. The coughing thing too. I I hate that. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes when people have um, like let's call them bad chocolates, and then they end up throwing up in their sink during a Christmas. Why would special. you bring this up? <laughs> why? Why we? It was Adam. We did a podcast. I hope that didn't hurt your ears. That it I was. Whispered. It was a Christmas episode. It was. We were still new. I think we had only been. We'd been doing it a couple for, months. Yeah, just like two months. So you and Caitlin were both comfortable laughing at me while I died in the kitchen. We were all... I, had, I ate some Tabasco chocolates from Trader Joe's, and apparently the the jalapeno jelly inside them had turned. <laughs> yeah. And oh, we'll get to jalapenos later. every part of that sentence. It was right. so... I ate <sighs> Tabasco chocolate right. and the jalapeno jelly. Turned. Turned on me. Well, turned. This is back when Adam was drinking. So he would always do his like three pack of Coors Light and me and Caitlin would be drinking our wine. So I actually thought maybe he got sick from the beer and I was like, he didn't really have that many. But all of a sudden he goes, hold, gives the number one finger and then (laughs) runs out and can't make it to his bathroom. So he goes right into the kitchen and you hear him throwing up. Ironic so that laughter. I held up the number so one finger because I did not need to number one or number two. I needed to number three, which is vomiting. Sink. And Angie was in the bathroom. And so I just <laughs> turned on the garbage disposal and fucking went for it. What if I'd been wearing a tie and got drowned in my own vomit in the sink? Was it's, this a Christmas? It was right around yeah. Christmas because we were doing a Christmas episode of Pretty Scary about <laughs> murders that happened on Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Just the season. And uh, I got violently ill three times on that podcast. So it wasn't just once. It happened a few times. And it never lost. Is It never lost its amazingness. <laughs> we laughed the same amount of hardness each time. Heartiness. <laughs> Heartiness, Hearty yes. Hearty laughs. Hearty laughs. Yeah. I am, I am glad, though, that nothing happened to you with the garbage disposal. I didn't think Me about too. that till now. Oh, hey, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate <laughs> it's that. It's a thing that you weren't wearing a tie. Randomly yeah. wearing a tie. It is good. I don't even own a tie. Right. No. That's what very if you, lucky. What if you were wearing one of those, what are they called? Uh, a bolo? A bolo. <laughs> <laughs> that got caught. And that took you out. That would be extra embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> a turquoise bolo. Uh, kills me. We can't get it off your neck. Because so I ate Tex-Mex chocolates from Trader <laughs> Joe's. <laughs> just buried in your bolo with your clasping on to some Trader Joe chocolate. It's still on. He died doing what he loved? <laughs> like, I don't fuck know. It. Just put him in there. <laughs> Just put it all in there. It's a good thing there was a garbage disposal here. Yeah. Because Other- on Christmas, I vomited. I was at my sister's friend's place, like her LA parents. And they had, like, we were eating dinner and I felt sick all of a sudden. Went to the bathroom, threw up into their sink, and it, like, chunked it was chunked just out. stayed there so it was that so i'm like dressed for christmas yeah <laughs> scooping like <gasps> food that i had just eaten into the toilet and like trying to clean everything up with it so i cleaned everything i got everything flushed it and then went back 
and finished my meal. That's always for you. the best when something like that happens and you pull it off with no one knowing. I projectile vomited on someone's bathroom wall once. <laughs> wow. And was like, oh, I'm never allowed here again. And I managed to clean it up without like I someone went in the bathroom after and I was like, sorry, I was taking a shit. And they were like, oh, it smells like you vomited. <laughs> like, it's what it smells like sometimes, man. It's a really smelly poo. Yeah. Quit judging me. Yeah. I dated this guy and uh let's just talk about violent shits for the next hour. And it was right before he moved to Boston to go to Harvard Business School and I was like super into him and like craving all this quality time we were spending together before he left and we went to a party and I guess he drank too much. And ended up throwing up in my sink, which the toilet was right next to. And then as he's throwing up, he, he farts. And at that point, I was like, all right, I think we're going to just call this a wrap. You're moving anyway. But does not clean it up, is sick, ends up just going home. I clean it up. And it would like, I'm not good with stuff like bodily fluids. So just no. trying to get it to go down and pl- pouring Drano because it's, I don't know what he ate, but it's like not. Like some stuff is getting stuck. So I'm trying not to throw up on top of his throw up in my sink. And you're cleaning it in the middle of his fart cloud that he. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. He texted me later. He's like, did I fart? I'm like, that's the least of my concerns (laughs) as I'm trying to clean up your vomit right now. What a weird question to ask somebody. Hey, that's the one you're holding on to. But did I toot in front of you? (laughs) That really embarrassed me. Along, I don't have this on the list, but along the, the same lines of what Maggie mentioned, I think you should be charged with a crime if you use the bathroom and don't wash your hands. 100%. <laughs> if you run for president, I will stand your campaign. <laughs> it's the nastiest today. thing. Are you talking like public restroom or like like sometimes I'll wake up at two in the morning and I'm like, oh, I'm going to pee real quick. I'll wash them when I, I wake yeah, up. You should be evicted. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Even if I don't get anything on my fingers? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're still in the area. Yeah, you're down there in the gen, in the gen pop. (laughs) (laughs) The general population of my pussy. (laughs) Correct. And that's right next to Max. Gen popping that puss. (laughs) Like when it. Gen popping that. But when I'm like, especially at a public, like if I'm at a restaurant and someone walks out without washing their hat, like I want to tackle that motherfucker and like yeah. notify management mm-hmm. and get them out of there. It's this, so gross. This woman at a it show walked out of the bathroom and like was like, oh, and then she went and hugged me. But and I could tell she wasn't using her hands. Mm. Like, were they wet? Because no. sometimes people won't dry them, and that's annoying too. No, no, no. She walked out of the stall. Oh no! And she couldn't wait. Like, she was like oh, this hug can't so wait. Fun. Oh, you were. So-. And she tried to be like, oh, you were. So-. <laughs> and then she was like, oh. And then she hugged me, but didn't use her hands. But I was still like, Ew. is this a hate crime? Yeah. <laughs> Germs travel. That's gross. Yeah. yeah Should have elbow do. bumped or something. Mm-hmm. Or that wash was- your hands and, yeah. then, and then hug. You could yeah. touch my face after you wash your hands. Yeah. I see you wash your hands. Right. Yeah. Right. Shoot, I might let you touch a tendril. <laughs> you know? You, oh, I wouldn't want anybody touching my face, clean hands or not. I barely like oh, to no, touch I, my I was face. being hyperbolic. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I'm touch laughing, my face, we're going to fight. I don't know what that Touch means. my mouth with your hand. It's clean. <laughs> put it in my mouth. Your hand. <laughs> your hand is clean enough to go <laughs> into my butt. I put my hands in your mouth. <laughs> your hand's yeah. clean enough for my butt. Put it in there. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, that's a good one. Keep your fucking mouth shut when you chew gum. Carrie, do you have one? Thank you. I do, but I'm scared to say it. That's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> it is a safe space for you to share your unpopular opinions and maybe not get hate for it. Okay, so have you guys been watching the 50 Cent Beef with everybody that he's loaned money I to? I did not story? expect that's where this was going. <laughs> <laughs> Who all is he be? I know he's beefing with Ja Rule. Or that he's had history. I didn't even know that. Is well, that, they have a, a history. Is that a recent transgression? Yeah. Everybody um, should beef with Ja Rule for the record. Yeah, but he, he was like on the, on the, like, first wave he, of beef with he Jet Rule. basically ended Ja Rule's career. Yeah. After that fire, needed to be ended, though. Yeah. After the Fire Festival No, he did thing, the Lord's like, work with that one. He probably masturbated to the Fire Festival documentary. Like, oh, this, yeah. look at this fool. I think he just masturbates over, like, stacks of bills. Like, well, probably. He, uh, the beef between him and Ja Rule, one time at a Ja Rule concert, he bought all of the front row I did hear that. seats so that Ja Rule would be performing to a crowd with no front row. That's crazy. That's that is, hilarious. <laughs> that is so cold-blooded. But only the first row. Like, why not buy the first three or four? He didn't. Uh, maybe it was you. the first few rows, but he, he right. wanted the first rows. Like, he wanted Ja <laughs> to be able to look out and see it. <laughs> empty concert hall and like not a fit like just row seven and back <laughs> probably, he probably didn't have it together for all that but like yeah he he did it so God, that y'all had to look out just late where are they <laughs> yeah he's like nobody's giving me any energy or anything in the front like so a couple yeah. of weeks ago do you guys know who randall emmett is no no do you watch vanderpump rules no vander who what <laughs> It's a show I like to watch about. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Anyway, this guy is a producer. He used to be, he used to be Mark Wahlberg's personal assistant. And then he became a producer and he loves to ingratiate himself with younger people and show pictures of private jets. And apparently his fiance now like sucked his dick the first night or they slept together. And then he got her a Range Rover. They're, I mean, they're still engaged anyway, so... Some Seems th- like a good first night BJ gift. So, 50 Cent, for whatever reason... <laughs> I mean, it's better than not getting anything. That's usually what I get. That's a good point. I get, like, I hope I don't have chlamydia in my throat. Mm. <laughs> Range Rover, Bad way better. I hope it. I don't have throat media. <laughs> so, she's on Van- she's on Vanderpump Rules, uh, the fiancé, and she's... So, her name's Lala, and she's telling Stasi about how she met Randall and that his assistant asked her to audition for a part like in his hotel room and like they like Uh-oh. hooked up right away and then the next day she got a Range Rover. <laughs> so I guess 50 Cent <laughs> is watching Bravo and he's watching this. <laughs> and so he makes a joke about Lala being thirsty and like because he he did he was actually this guy Randall was married I think he might have been separated but essentially had mistresses so he was making fun of Lala well 50 Cent they was in Gotti, which Randall Emmett produced. So, like, I guess they were all friends. So then when Lala, she makes a video saying, I don't support 50. I thought we were cool. You're going against everything in the Me Too movement. If you feel like he's me, like somebody's Me Tooing you also, or 50 Cent Me Too to you, I stand behind you. And I'm thinking, like, I'm not the smartest person in the room, 
but I don't think that's what the Me Too movement is about. <laughs> no, no, she was just evoking that because it's close enough. Right. And it's a know. card she could throw out. That's such a yeah hot button right now. Yeah. And it's an easy assumption. Like 50 Cent had to be shitty to some woman at yeah. some point. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. And it's like, he, I think on he the did date tangent of like, right. you know. Right. He's shaming me, but it's like, no, you were like, you were. You're being a hoe. Like you were literally thirsty. Yeah, you were super thirsty. So it starts some sort of feud between texting war between 50 Cent and Randall Emmett, where he's like, well, now you're attacking my fiance, but also Randall Emmett's like super scared of 50 Cent and keeps apologizing. The texts have been sent down. I'll find them and send them to you guys. But it's just like, please, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But he keeps misspelling 50. He calls him Fofty. (laughs) So I'm sorry, Fofty. I'm sorry, Fofty. I'm so sorry. And... 50 cents just like, bitch, you owe me a million dollars. Pay me by Monday. So it's like Saturday. You know, like, so then the next text thread is like, so this just happened. This just happened like two or three. So weeks 50 ago. cent might kill someone by the time this episode goes up. Probably. Oh, that's amazing. Who is going to 50 cent savings and loan? Right? <laughs> that's the big question. Is Everyone's like, do money? I owe him money? So I guess Randall Emmett, like, wired him over 250,000 and so he's like okay but you still owe me 750,000 and he kept making all these memes about like <laughs> I'll kick your ass and so there was a whole countdown to Monday like everybody was a part of it Andy Cohen uh, who is oh, a producer okay. <laughs> of Bravo had like a countdown where he was like technically in New York it's Monday I what if he if beats up Andy Cohen instead <laughs> Andy Cohen will show up to the fight. Oh, for oh yeah, sure. he'll show up to the. He'll be there. Yeah. What if Andy Cohen fucks Fifty Cent up? So then the next day, Fifty Cent's like, I got paid. So blessings to Randall and his family. It's all good. Blessings. So the other day, there there's some guy. Uh, I can't think of his name. If you go to Fifty Cent's Instagram, it's uh, James. I must say James Davis, but anyway, James Vanderbeek. They beat. No. <laughs> I wish that would be a better be story. The best beef. So all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah, I see this guy in billboards all over the place. He owes me either like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now that you're making all this money, you need to pay me." And it's kind of like I think you're running this into the ground, and maybe stop being so free with your money. Yeah. Or have a stop. contract or something. So I guess Ray J posted a picture mm-hmm. of this guy. And so 50 Cent says, well, why would you post a picture of my enemy? And Ray J says, I post what I want. So then mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg gets Uh-oh. in on it. Oh. What? Snoop got involved? <laughs> and he's, Big Snoop Dogg. But he's just like on 50 Cent's Instagram, like, dude, this shit is hilarious. <laughs> I'm here for it. Because it's Snoop. That is, yeah. Snoop is just <laughs> here so for it. so Snoop. Uh, and then Nick Cannon made some comment, which was just a picture of him and 50 Cent back on like MTV's TRL or something <laughs> where they were wearing like really long jerseys that look like dresses. And he kind of made a joke. So then 50 Cent was like, go, like, now I'm going after Nick Cannon. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tangent and a tangent and a tangent of anger and loans. That is. That should be a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so your opinion is don't loan 50 cent money or don't borrow money from 50 cent? No, 50 cent is the mob, for- it sounds like. I forgot what my original <laughs> unpopular opinion was. I got so into the story. But I also think it's kind of like, yeah, one, maybe you don't loan money if you need it back. But also, <laughs> he's also doing it to promote his cognac brand and his oh, show on stars. And it's kind of like I also feel like you're running a joke into the ground. Like, it was funny yeah. the first 15 times, but now <laughs> yeah. it's like you're going out of your way to beef with everybody, and it's a little much. 
It would be funny if he would like beef with people who, you know, like get into some beef with Wendy's. I would love to see him <laughs> yeah. beef with the Where Wendy's the Twitter beef? account, you know, because the Wendy's Twitter account is a savage. Yeah. yeah. Y'all seen that? Oh, no. I, I want it from the the Wendy's Twitter account, though. They're, they're fine, but I'm a fucking comic. You don't yeah, but tweet at they, me with that shit, pal. They go pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, like they uh, they troll every other fast food place. And like if uh, like a McDonald's will put up a thing like, oh, 50 billion served, whatever. They'll be like, yeah, how many of these people got food poisoning? <gasps> like they will say, <laughs> oh, my goodness, control stuff to other people. And then people will jump on and be like, when are y'all bringing the the uh, spicy chicken nuggets back or whatever? He's like, shoot, why don't you get a job? Like, <laughs> like He so, will say some out of control things to people. And it's funny. The two things that I think we can take away from today's episode is follow Breadface. And follow Wendy's. Follow Wendy's. 100%. I think I think we talked about Breadface before the episode, but definitely popular opinion. Everyone follow Breadface on Instagram. So only if you like women smashing their faces into bread. And who doesn't? Yes. If you want women empowering themselves right. to crumble a muffin with their face. Face. If you don't like Breadface. You are going against everything with the Yes We Can movement. Everything against me, too. Unpopular opinion, by the way. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like Breadface. <laughs> I'm kidding. Canceled. <laughs> Fucking canceled. Uh, yeah. So 50 Cent made these t-shirts. <laughs> He's got merch. He Fofty, and he made $300,000. <laughs> I want a Fofty shirt now. He, he, he knows how to make money. I agreed. I, he owned Vitamin Water. I think that's yeah, how he yeah. made more money than when he was rapping. Yeah. He, yeah. He invested very smartly. Yeah. He good bought Mike him. Tyson's yeah. home. Yeah. Good for yeah. him. But what would you do if you're one person with a mansion? Fucking You could throw live up, it up every yeah. trash compactor. Yeah, because <laughs> there's one in every, every room. room, every single room. In Mike Tyson's house, there's a garbage disposal <laughs> in every room. Um, you mentioned Ray J. That kind of segues into okay, good. one of my opinions, which is that if we're lucky, Kim Kardashian will be president someday. You know what? I'm just going to let everyone sit here with that. That's that's <laughs> not an incorrect opinion. That is not, I don't feel, I feel like there is some weight to that. It seems like she's headed for something like that. Yeah. Like she's doing all this prison you, reform stuff, which is amazing. And she's in law school. Yeah. yeah. You don't you go to law school unless you want something. The well, show, she's not. Up with the a, lot of, a lot of people are up in arms about that. She's not in law school. But what people <laughs> don't know is if you get a job at a law firm, you can become a lawyer that way also. She still needs the books and has to do all the studying and Right. She still has to do, I think, essentially everything you do in law school, but yeah. without enrolling. Yeah, at she a can law just do school. it right. through her employer, right. basically. Right. It's like a four. I think she still said it takes like four years, and she goes, "I have to find." No, I think law school like, is like two or three years. I swear she said four, but maybe it's she's not. on a slower. Maybe she, do, maybe she doesn't have a bachelor's. I don't know if you can jump straight oh, to director. You know what? She had to have a certain number of credits, and she did, but she doesn't have a college degree. That's the thing. You can't uh, jump straight to doctorate if you don't right. have a bachelor. So that she did say, sense. wow, I've got Kanye and my makeup line and these shows and three kids and one on the way, and now mm-hmm. I've got to find time to study But she goes, I feel, and there's a a scene where she's talking to Kanye West, and he was like, you know, the fact that you're able 
to, you know, help people get out of prison and use your notoriety for something mm-hmm. positive. He's like, that's a gift. Like, that's beautiful. I don't 100%. always agree with Kanye, but that's cool. Yeah. She got like 19, 19 people out of prison in like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and like, then she did that one woman who they had been trying for Alice, years. Alice Marie yeah, Johnson. For yeah. years. And she showed up and was like, get her out of here. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm for it. I am a hundred percent for it. This is a popular opinion of yeah. mine. If, if Kim Kardashian wants to come here and get people out of prison, especially people of color, if she wants to do that and have a makeup line and have a shoot, I'll follow her on Twitter right now. Yeah. I support that. She has like 75 that. million followers. Yeah. I mean, that's a platform. Guess what, Kim? You're going to get 75 million in one. <laughs> I stand for that now. And she, like, how many people flip a sex tape into a billion dollar empire? Not Thank Paris Hilton. Like Thank people. Oh wait, no. You. Actually, I think Paris Hilton did too. Yeah, Paris. But I think she but was Paris a billionaire Hilton's, before she was. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Kim Kardashian. People are always like, "Oh, she's out there spending daddy's money." Daddy didn't have money. No, he was a retired fucking lawyer when he took the OJ case. Yeah, and I think everyone on that case worked for free. So he maybe became a minor celebrity behind right. it. But that didn't generate this family fortune that no. people think she's spending. Like, that's her money. Well, Chris Jenner Kim- talks about the, some of the, their lean years. Yeah. 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 Kim is always, and if you like watch the things she does, she is interested in making her own money. Mm-hmm. Like, I was listening to some uh, interview she was giving. Um, some company that had said something about Kanye wanted to give her a million dollars to like promote them. She's like, yeah, it's a lot of money, but. I mean, I can't really promote y'all if you guys are, you know, talking sideways about my husband. And then she was like, and then Kanye gave me a million dollars. And I was just like, <laughs> that's cool. But then I was just like, you guys are married. All yeah. of his millions are yours. But he gave you a million dollars. That's your money. Yeah. You are interested in making your own money. What if You're she not- divorced him with it? Use that money to hire the best lawyer. <laughs> hire herself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Representing myself. Yeah, maybe she just wants to represent herself <laughs> in a divorce And you know Kanye's later. ego would be big enough. He'd represent himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be the Ted Bundy trial. It would be and a then kangaroo court. He <laughs> cross-examines her, and then he's like, do you love me, Kim? And she says, yes, actually, I do. And he says, will you marry me? And then they get remarried mm-hmm. on the stand. And they out yeah. in front of everybody. Yeah. And that's how she that's gets, fine. that's how she wins the election. And it should be televised. <laughs> yeah. It should be, te- no, we'll get to that. <laughs> We'll get to that. They should take them to like Judge Judy. Get yeah. her involved. <laughs> but I say if we're lucky, not because I think she should run for president. I mean, I, I, I don't think she would make a terrible president. She, for one thing, she's young enough to not be an old white dude. Mm-hmm. And that would be a refreshing change yeah. as far as presidents in this country. And just the fact that she's young enough, like she's young enough. She's 38. But that's still relatively yeah. young. And she, she still ha- knows what the drip is. Yeah. You know? She has a young enough persona mm-hmm. to yeah. still resonate with young people. So I, I honestly don't think she would be the worst choice. But the reason I say we'd be lucky is I don't know if we're going to get Trump out of office anytime Ever. soon. You're going to tear up the Constitution. We're going to be I stuck know. with him. Yeah. We're going to have to send the fucking military in to take him out to go get him. And I feel like Melania's bags are already packed and by the door. Do you watch The Good Fight? No. It's so fucking good. It's The Good Wife, which okay. was the last great network TV show, but with cursing and black people. 
Okay. Hell yeah. Pretty fucking great. And this <laughs> this entire relevant to my interests. <laughs> this entire season has been about uh, them trying to get Trump impeached. This law firm that they work at, and it's so fucking good. I don't even remember why I brought the good fight up, but <laughs> just to it, plug it. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> sign up for CBS All Access and binge watch the good fight before you have to actually pay for it. Then cancel that shit. It does make just you- don't do that to my podcasts wonder what he's going to do because he's still executive producer of like celebrity apprentice and the apprentice brand and all of that, that i mean so I don't know, what is he gonna wild. do like he's gonna be on the streets i mean obviously he's got his real estate venture right into yeah but his ego he can't not be on tv but it's like all these celebrities that were on celebrity apprentice that you were friends with i think they all like a lot of actors and entertainers or democrats like i think they all hate your guts now and they're very vocal about it. Yeah. I do wonder what yeah. he's going to do because he cannot stay off Twitter. He cannot stay off social media. He cannot stay off TV. Like Even the people who were in his camp, like Omarosa, yeah. she's like, oh, no, they were destroying stuff for the Mueller report. Yeah. She told Yahoo. Do you ever watch Celebrity mm. Big Brother? Mm. No. Because she was on it. And, she, and I'm sure they edited a lot out. But she was talking tons of shit about Trump. Wow. The whole time and about her time in the White House, like spilling all the tea. Oh, yeah. And then who is the little guy, Scaramucci? He was on there also saying, like, he's like, yeah, we're cool. But at the same time, I got fired, like, after three days. Like, I didn't agree with all of his politics. But, yeah, we're cool. And so they're like, well, do you text Donald or does he text you? And he's like, well, I text Donald, but (laughs) he's not reaching out to me. (sighs) Yeah, just stop texting him. Yeah. Let that one go. But, yeah, at this point. I would be happy with almost any president. That's the thing. Like, Donald has just made it so that, one, anyone feels like they could be president. Mm-hmm. You know, beforehand, right. it was just like, oh, I've got to do this. and I've got to accomplish this. And I got to be, you know, this level of educated. Now, it's just like, no, that's an attainable goal for right. pretty much anybody 35 and up. Because he wasn't a politician. No, he wasn't. Completely different but path. And also, I- no one cares who is president now because we've had worse. It's just so yeah. weird to be like, wow, other countries think we're a joke. Somebody who thinks we're a joke is best friends with Dennis Rodman. That's weird. <laughs> you mean yeah. Kim Jong? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. North Korea is a that's an interesting situation. We're so hyped up about getting Maduro out of power in Venezuela because he's a human rights abuser and we're negotiating with North Korea. All yeah. right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But Yeah. I, did, I don't know. I feel like Trump's going to win in 2020 is the problem. He's got yeah. a lot of financial support. They were showing him versus his first election and that what he's already like, I guess, the sitting there in his campaign bank. And it's like 130 million or it's probably more now where it, most people don't have those kind of funds. But a lot of Republicans have deep pockets. Yeah. yeah. All four of my parents. I think prison. Them. I think prison reform is going to win him the 2020 election. That's such a huge issue. And it's yeah. it really doesn't matter who does it. It need, yeah. like it needs yeah. to be fixed. It's one of those things that needs to be fixed. And if he's the one who fixes it, yeah, that's going to win him a lot of fucking votes. Yeah. But then also like it's it's going to be the same, well not the same thing. Well, it's going to be a similar thing that happens to elections, but it's going to be so splintered because I feel like the Democrats at this point are not united and not no. together and I feel like everyone is going to go and like everyone's going to try to run and it's going to be against all of our best interests. There are going to be like three or four other choices. There will be right. a Democratic nominee and then there will be an independent and then somebody will make up some other stupid shit and then somebody will make up some additional stupid shit. Yeah. And they will get, you know, 
fifteen percent each, and then the United, you know, fifty percent. You know, like it's just, yeah. it's not, it's not smart. And everyone is being just so headstrong instead of just let's just get one and all back it because that's what yeah. the Republicans are doing. They're all backing him. Is it Biden going to run? Biden's everybody's running. I'm fucking running. Yeah. Everyone's doing it. I would vote it. for you. Do you have a platform? I don't <laughs> yeah. actually, I don't even care no what it is. No chewing gum in public with your mouth. Write me in. I hope that gets the popular vote. Just vote for that. <laughs> you don't need to vote for me. Just vote for that referendum. Yeah, the, the thing Democrats are doing now is with each candidate, like I even like I'll see tweets where people just list, list each candidate and be like, oh, but they're bad on this issue. And then the next can oh, they're bad. on. It's like no, no one's, one's going to be perfect. fucking perfect. You're not going to find a perfect candidate. No. Right. And the alternative is Trump. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're headed down that exact same I road. I will not be surprised when he wins. I'm not going to be surprised. Yeah. yeah. At all. At least we won't have to send the military in in 2020. It'll be 2024 that we'll have to send the military in. <laughs> to he seems take to have out. a contentious relationship with them too. Do you remember when? Do you guys remember uh, when John McCain forbade him from coming to his funeral? That was how interesting to know you're going to die and be like, but Trump can't come. And yeah, petty. That's kind of like Fifty Cent Ja Rule. Did, yeah. Didn't Laura Bush say the same thing? Oh, did she? I think yeah. so. I want to say Laura Bush was like, Mm-mm, don't let him come here. I mean, but to be like. I like my uh, soldiers not to be caught. Like, do you think anybody wants to be a POW? (laughs) It's so crazy. Yeah, he did say that. Just it makes you cringe. That was what that's who our leader is made him such a hero in all of our eyes is that he was a prisoner of war for so long. And like, that was what we as a country were like, Okay, well, you know, He's not perfect, but you know what? He he bled and hurt and was tortured for this country. I got to respect that. Right. I got to respect that. And the president was like, I don't. Yeah. 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 Without unpopular opinion, I do not respect that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Without uh, the the Vietnam War service and the POW stuff, John McCain was a pretty terrible person, too. But at least he did actually fight in a war like there's so many presidents we've had who are so fucking war happy like the bush family those motherfuckers never fought in a single war the draft a hundred percent so yeah mccain at least had that going for him Mm -hmm. he also maybe created isis but that's another that's a an entire episode all on its own so he's an innovator (laughs) that's right yeah (laughs) he gets shit done in other countries (laughs) (laughs) done (laughs) over (laughs) What would you guys do really quickly I, before we move on? If Oprah ran or, Moshe, or Michelle Obama? Oh, I'd vote for. I'd vote for Oprah. I would vote for both of them to run together. Oh, that's making me oh. that. Yo, I would vote for both of them, but this country will never let two black women be in charge. Yeah, even though that would fix this country. Popular opinion. Remember Alabama? Remember y'all almost had a child molester as a governor? We stepped in. Yeah, we'd be doing that all around the country. Yeah. Yeah. What about Oprah and Kim Kardashian? Wow. Would they even need to raise campaign funds or could they just like... No. Do they have like a savings account they forgot about? They'd be like, here, let me get that out of my purse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Give me get my coin purse. Write a check. 30 million? Stedman would be the first kind of man. And I'm is saying, she still with Stedman? Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's it's, crazy. Stedman is yeah, not married. <laughs> yeah. So common law husband. Smart. I don't know that they live together. Is that 
I think it, they live close, but they, I don't think they live together. She has a mansion. You can't find room for him. You can't make a drawer for him. <laughs> I think he, I think he might live in the mansion, but like on the other <laughs> guest house. But, yeah. <laughs> Do you think he eats her Oprah, like cauliflower pizzas? <laughs> the ooh, that's good. Popular opinion. It's, yeah. it's stocked in his fridge for him. Like that's all she allows him to eat. Oprah meals. That wouldn't surprise me. He jer- jerks off to her O magazines that she's on the cover of everyone. I mean, if it was 2020 and she's running against Trump, I'm obviously voting for Oprah yeah. or Michelle Obama. I feel like the people who wouldn't vote for Oprah are like firmly on the Trump camp anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The people who wouldn't are, they were never going to vote they for What a great a speaker she is. Oprah? Uh, yes. Michelle Obama, too. Michelle Obama, too. But there's something about Oprah where it evokes emotions, I feel like, in the right way. I think one of the problems with Michelle Obama is people are so into, like, looking into all the awful shit Trump did that when you do that, you start seeing all the awful shit Obama did, too. And it's like, I would vote for Michelle Obama, but I, we would need to talk. Like, yeah. I would need to know what her feelings on are on. on surveillance just and things. Her on here. Yeah, I should just. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even okay. think about that. Yeah. She has and a book she'll... to promote. What oh, if you yeah. fought with her the way you fought with Aphrodite? That would be amazing. But she's like, an owl did not write this book. <laughs> That'd be even better. Yeah. <laughs> I would just replay that episode forever. I would be sweating. I would be drowning in my sweat if you fought with <laughs> Michelle Obama. I love, speaking of Michelle Obama, I'm just going to, I love how her and President Bush W are like buddies. Yeah. I, that's the cutest. It is cute. Like yeah. at his dad's funeral when he walked by her and gave her a little piece of candy. I was like, cutest ever, George W. Yeah. What if they're fucking? No. She yeah. knows she could do better. Yeah, <laughs> I, agree. I agree. I thought it was cute how George uh, Sr. and Clinton became pals. After they yeah. duked it out in the election, I yeah. thought that was really That's cute. Adorable. And that I thought it was cute how George Senior died recently. <laughs> I know. I remember. I think you got a tweet about. Oh, because the, someone got like a thousand points. Someone, someone shared a picture of Ted Bundy and George W. Bush, the other Bush, side by side, and they kind of look alike. And I tweeted a thing and said, "This is an unfair comparison. One of these men killed." countless innocent people and the other only killed like 30 <laughs> that was ted bundy george bush killed so many people he's a fucking war criminal both both bushes are fucking war criminals who history should not look on kindly yeah like when he died i was like that took a while <laughs> he was elderly yeah he lived way longer than he deserved to <laughs> for sure god wasn't ready for him no hell was yeah the whole time could have gone to hell any of those times and just didn't. Thanks. He went skydiving every year. They'd wheel him up in a wheelchair and he would go for a 75th on birthday. And every time his cord pulled, you know what I they mean? Just, like somebody's looking out for him They just wheel his, push yeah. his wheelchair out the plane. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls the cord. Wheelchair just crashes to the ground and he floats down. What's he going to do? Break his legs? He's in a wheelchair anyway. So was he doing this tandem or was he like, I'm doing this on my own? <laughs> I can't walk, but I have the balls to jump out of yeah. the plane at 13,000 feet. He didn't give a fuck uh, at no, that he point. Tandem. He didn't give a fuck at that point. He's like, I could go at any minute. I don't care. <laughs> I got nothing to lose. <laughs> fuck it. Should we get to my next one? Yeah. 
Carrie, I feel like you'll find this one controversial. Uh, court TV is trash, and it should not come back. It's coming. It's back. I it, know. Effective this month. Court TV is back in its original format, where they just follow newsworthy trials, gavel to gavel. And Where did you get that quote? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aphrodite Jones shouted it at me for 25 minutes. <laughs> so, so what is court TV? Is that like the ju- where Judge Wapner used to... No, court TV would televise actual trials. Like, like the OJ trial. And I think the first one mm-hmm. televised was Ted Bundy. Yes, Ted Bundy. Well, the the Nazis, I think, were the first televised trial. Split hairs. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Ted Bundy, Nazi, same difference. But court TV would, it was like a precursor to, o, or it came after the OJ trial. So I think like, right, no, no, Court TV got famous because of the OJ trial. They covered the OJ trial and they just put cameras in the courtroom and you just watch. So this is not like hot bench. This is no. not like it's a real Judge Judy. This is we're going to just sit here and watch this court case like we're right. here. And yeah. And Who wants to do that. The argument this is I've been looking like into it for a podcast I might do at some point. And With Mariah Carey. Uh <laughs> Pretty carry. Um, they're doing like they've been researching this since the 60s and televised trials are not a good thing. Like people act mm-hmm. differently on television mm-hmm. every time. Every person acts different on television. And if you're a defendant in one of those cases and they decide to televise your trial, if you're watching this trial and you're like, OK, everyone's acting weird because they're on TV, there's nothing you can do about it. What you can do is lose that case and then appeal it and argue that the television cameras influence the outcome. But how do you prove that? Well, um, when you put a trial on public, like the intention is to put it up. Yeah, they say, okay, it's to inform whatever. No, you're putting it to the court of public opinion. That's what you guys are doing because otherwise you wouldn't. And it's entertain. Yeah, that's too. That's why yeah. I entertain. But that's I part of it because I get to judge and I get yeah. to be the the judge, jury, and execute. I get to say, you know, to decide. And that's is- exactly what it leads to. Like the, I think the one of the earliest examples, at least in the modern era, is the Pamela Smart trial. Like what everyone knows about Pamela Smart is that she was a teacher who had sex with one of her students and then paid that student to kill her husband. But if you, there are all these documentaries about Pamela Smart now. If you go back and watch it, she wasn't a teacher. That was just the media controlling the narrative and making it seem like a cooler story than it Mm -hmm. was. She just worked at a school. She wasn't this kid's teacher. The kid was 17, so he's damn near an adult. And there was a lot of question about whether she wanted her husband murdered or if she broke up with this kid and he murdered her husband because of it. And now all three of the kids who committed the murder are out of prison. And Pamela Smart is still in prison and has no more appeals. She's in prison the rest of her life. And a lot of it has to do with how the media shaped the Mm -hmm. perception of her and made her seem like this evil person. Well, and then, sorry, um, I also on that appearance, when you add cameras into something, appearances of people also start to like affect how everyone sees like in when they televise the debates with like Kennedy and Mm -hmm. he looked beautiful right and nixon was just sweaty as fuck yeah they're like he (laughs) looks guilty you know what if someone's just an excessive sweater and they're sweating sitting on the you know with their counsel they look guilty you know and then you can like it's a it it's just a mess there's a netflix series called the confession tapes 
Mm -hmm. And in one of those cases, one of the things that got the guy convicted is when they interviewed him, it was the guy who his car went into the river and the kids died and he got out. And one of the things that got him convicted was in TV interviews after that, he was really like just almost emotionless. Mm -hmm. And people were like, you wouldn't be that way if your kids just died. They prescribed him Valium. Mm -hmm. Like if you've ever taken Valium, it shuts your shit down down did his wife survive too yeah yes they interviewed them for a local tv station and that was the comment that they both were emotionless so they must have like planned this together but they had both been prescribed valium because their kids had just died in a fucking river yeah and you need something to take the edge off or some people go through trauma and they just don't show emotion in front of other people like some people they just they compartmentalize stuff and then they go home and like lose their shit like it's it's weird that we live in a time where people kind of feel entitled to other people's opinions and breakdowns and right they they feel like they need to be able to see that to trust what a court has decided yeah and it i i don't buy the argument that oh it's educational people Mm -hmm. need to like i don't need to see a trial of a dude who murdered his wife like that's not then why wouldn't it be all or nothing like why wouldn't you yeah tape do they have a patreon can i watch every trial how do you pick the trials that you're going to televise the juiciest ones yeah but then if you look at lawyers who or people who go to law school they don't watch trials they read case studies they read what all of the evidence Mm -hmm. what they read those kind of things they don't sit there and watch like oh shoot this looks great like that's that feels like watching the movie instead of reading the book. But they could almost watch it like an athlete would watch his tapes to see how, like, what mistakes they made or right. what they could do better. But that's not the primary. Because sometimes, like, just the prosecutor and the defendant, whether they truly believe their client is guilty or innocent, it's about winning. 100%. I mean, 100%. I, I think there are some who are like, don't even tell me. <laughs> right. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. And then there are those that are like, I need to know everything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I also worry with court TV coming back and the Mueller report, like the last thing mentioned in the Mueller report, uh, I read it, not to brag. <laughs> it is that he referred 14 other cases off for possible prosecution or trial. And we know two of those are George Papadopoulos and Michael Cohen. We don't know who the other 12 are. If they televise all those trials and we have to watch all 12 of those motherfuckers get acquitted, that is going to wreck this country's morale. Really is. Like if we have to watch every second of it and then have all of those end in not guilty. Oh my God. LA riots all over again. Are you kidding? And it should be. All over the country. It should be the America riots. We will put that sublime song on and just go (laughs) off. I don't know what Sublime song you're talking about. Oh, there's a, the song about the the riots. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 1992, there was a riot on the streets. Now, where were you? And he just talks about what he was doing during the riots. Like, oh. where were y'all during the riots? What was we he were, doing? He was participating in some anarchy. Wait, I don't know if I believe him. <laughs> watching your TV, I was participating in some anarchy. The first thing we headed was that liquor store. <laughs> I finally got all the alcohol I couldn't afford. <laughs> Got a little long. Beach. Oh, it's a good song. That's that's homework. Very popular opinion. That's a good song. I'll look up the title. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I'm just not in favor of court TV coming back whatsoever. But it's back now. I think it's back officially 
now already. I would watch just because I'm nosy. Yeah. And I, I just, I like, I know they're going to have another Nancy Grace type. Mm-hmm. Like, Nancy Grace was the worst. Because Nancy... The worst is in the best or the worst is in the worst? The worst. She was oh, the She's wor- so entertaining, though. She was a little spitfire. Very heavily opinionated. She's entertaining. You have her on. But she's bad. <laughs> she's bad for a criminal trial because she really sways public opinion. I'll say this. She's one of those loud barroom opinions that people can latch onto because they don't want to look at any background. Right. Like she a Tommy a- Lauren. Yeah. She's a barroom yeah. opinion. That's a very, her opinions are all, I don't know anybody. <laughs> I am just basing this on what I think today. Like she yeah. has no background information, no empathetical anecdotes or anything like that that influence anything. It's just, she reads something. She reads a headline and is like, my take is, my unpopular opinion is, <laughs> and people who also don't read are like, yeah, that sounds about right. That's me. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like, I, it, it really is a problem. It makes it hard for people to get a fair trial. Yeah. And no matter what crime you committed or who you are, you have a right to a fair trial. It doesn't matter, like, what you did. Constitutionally. We're yeah. We're going to still care about that. I just, I feel like court TV is bad, bad for America. But yeah. I agree with that. But it's back. It's back. It's back. I'll watch some of them. <sighs> yeah. I mean, if I was ever on trial, I'd kind of want it televised, I think. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. I mean, I'd be hitting the gym doing two a day. Maybe I'd get an agent that way or something. <laughs> I don't know. You'd be like, <laughs> get some representation. So on the day of question, I was working on my act. <laughs> I was at an open mic. Being that I don't have representation. <laughs> That's about it. And uh, the prosecution rests. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and They're like, you're the defense. Uh, prosecution rests. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We're cutting to other programming now. Um, speaking of cutting to other programming, should we get to some fan opinions? I'll skip Let's that. Because we're, this has been flying by. We're already almost an hour in. Really? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me, let me play the pretty music to introduce this segment. Oh, it's very anticlimactic. You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. <laughs> I want you to know that's not true. That's why we call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments and opinions from the last show and respond to them personally. Fade it out, Brett, whenever you have time. No rush. Brett's this ghost. is kind of pleasant. Just to, okay. Thank you. Brett's off camera right now. Uh, let's get some to some listener opinions. Also, if you are a listener who sent one in, thank you so much. If I don't read yours on this show, do not be disheartened. We got a whole bunch, and I think we can use most of them except the one that was about. <laughs> I should edit that out. Probably. <laughs> uh. This one I don't fucking like at all. It's submitted by Nick D, and that D must stand for does not know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> because of his opinion, jalapenos are trash. What? Yeah, this is his explanation. Jalapenos are garbage hot peppers. What? They taste gross, and we need to stop using them as our pepper standard. If you can't up your heat tolerance, and jalapeno is your limit... At least use Chipotle's. Oh, hell. 
if you can take it upgrade to habanero, their flavor is awesome. Shut <laughs> your fucking mouth, Nick. I will fight you, Nick. I will yeah. fight you over this. Did you just say you support everyone sharing their opinions? I support people sharing their opinions. <laughs> And I support my right to be very angry about you their opinion. You both are pro-jalapeno. Let me tell you this. Chipotle is trash. Chipotle yep. peppers are trash. Yeah. I don't like the flavoring. And habaneros. That's too hot. Who's you know what? I don't want to fucking challenge when I eat. No, dude. We don't want to be on YouTube sweating and stuff <laughs> like that over this. Sometimes you just want to chop in some nice jalapenos into your spaghetti. Yes. Just to kick it up a notch. On a sandwich. Just mm-hmm. to kick it up a notch. Instead of... Instead of like, uh, was that pickles? Yeah, jalapenos are the and what? Oh. They're they're versatile. They're the versatile pepper. Like, what about nachos? You're putting habaneros on your nachos, nachos like a fucking Nick, maniac. Who are you trying to impress, Nick? Yeah, you're trying way too hard. Way I feel like Carrie hard. doesn't like jalapenos, and she's just sitting no. here waiting for us to attack her. Say something <laughs> so we can attack you. Do you not I, like spice? I don't like spice. Okay. I don't like things that make my nose run. Oh, yeah. So there's that. Um, I do like uh, the merging of hot and cold. So I do like if I do have a jalapeno, if it has cream cheese in the middle. 100%. Mm. So you can get behind that. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I'll have a jalapeno if, it's, if there's something cold in it. Well, if you just don't like, like chopped into stuff. No? Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, you're, Fair. you're getting Fair. crazy right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you just don't like spice, that's one thing. That's a yeah, thing. but if, if you don't like spice, you definitely, for sure, aren't doing no damn habanero, no. Nick. No, yeah, you'll kill yourself. The ghost peppers, the Carolina Reaper. We sold those uh, mm-hmm. chips at the Sev, and apparently they would make your eyes. Vanessa Gritton ate a either a Carolina Re- Reaper or a ghost pepper on an episode of this podcast. How'd she do? And we we had to basically stop. A few times so ne- she could recover. Next time, slip yes. them, slip her avocados. Oh, that's right. She doesn't like avocado. I don't either. No, she's allergic. Oh, she's allergic to yeah. avocado. Oh, oh, I just don't let's, like let's them. Let's slip things in that people are allergic to and see how they react. And we'll Unpopular opinion. You do like It'll peanuts. our court TV. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that dangerous. <laughs> We're about to prove it. And that's how someone dies allergies. on this podcast. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. It was entertaining. Is on court court TV. Your trial is on court TV. They're like, oh, so you don't like this? Hmm. Sounds guilty to us. Maggie's throwing an epipen into my thigh. <laughs> uh, thank you, Nick D, for submitting your opinion, even though it is wildly fucking incorrect. <laughs> Man, Amanda Murphy coming in hot with this one. Louis C.K. gets a bad rap. Submitted by longtime listener Amanda Murphy. This is her explanation. I think Louis gets a bad rap because he asked women to look at his dick, and that's weird. If you're going to be a creep, at least be normal about it and rape them the way God intended, dude. I think a lot of people piled on and still do because it's cool and easy. I think if he's trying to come back and he's sorry, he should be allowed to learn from his mistakes. Maggie has left. (laughs) Maggie is throwing up into your trash compactor right now. That is a wild opinion that I'm glad a dude didn't submit. Uh, He got aggressive. I think the thing thing about Louis C.K., it's not – I mean, it is what he did and the the acts that he did – but it's more the abuse of power. A hundred percent, Amanda. Because <laughs> if he was just some fucking open mic comic who was like, hey, can I jerk off in front of you? Every woman would call the police. 
Like he got away with it because of who he was and the the power he held. It's the threatening, right, by management to like, oh well, we will we will suppress your career. We will. It's yes. it, It's the threatening of those women and making them feel as though they're powerless in this. They got to just deal with it. There's nothing they can do about it. That's the problem, right? Now, if you ask somebody, can I jerk off in front of you? I, I yes. don't know. Shoot your shot. Do what you want to do. If they say no, call it a day, you know. But if they if you don't ask and they don't say no and you do it anyway and then you turn around and try to make it a thing of like, well, these well, if y'all don't like this, then guess what? Guess who's not going to work in comedy anymore? Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. That That's the thing. And what made me most angry about the Louis C.K. thing is that it's great that he kind of like had some consequences over it, but not really. But his management and his agents and shit, they just kept working business unfettered. As usual. And they right. were the ones who were issuing those threats. Well, he acknowledged that he had an issue and he's very emotional about it. At first, I was like, that's cool that like he's fessing up to the fact that he has a problem. But then the more I thought about it, like anybody, he's remorseful now that he's been caught. Yeah. Because he would have kept going. And the other thing that bothers me is I think he has like two daughters. Mm -hmm. And I always think whenever there's some sort of sex crime, special, like you've got a mother, you've got a sister, you've got like, you wouldn't want anybody probably jerking off in front of your kids. What if Chris Rock came over and jerked off, you know, in front of your daughters. I mean, that's Chris Rock. I know. I'd watch. But even if it was like at a preschool and they're like, oh, yeah, little Justin jerked off in front of your kid today, you would show up to that preschool with a belt yeah, to give a spanking to little Justin or whoever. Yeah, like beat the shit out of Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. Let's beat the shit out of Justin. (laughs) (laughs) There's a Justin somewhere in this country that needs an ass beating at this moment. Probably several. Probably. Most of them. Let's start with Timberlake. Yeah, well, yeah. he's all right. <laughs> Did you see the shirt he wore at the Super Bowl? Oh, no. That had horses on him? No. We should beat his ass for that. <laughs> I think he was wearing a bolo. Oh, horse shirt, Timberlake. God damn it. <laughs> Rape him like God intended. Come on, Amanda. <laughs> Come on. Do better, girl. Come on. Thank you for submitting that, Amanda Murphy. We what if, appreciate it. What if that was actually Trump <laughs> writing in? Because we know he has that kind of idle time. I mean, that's his pen name is Amanda Murphy. <laughs> Could be. I've met Amanda Murphy. Though. Right. Oh. So probably not. But have you Unless... seen her in the same room as Trump? Oh, that's a good point. Right. That's a very good point. Uh, I know. Maybe Louis C.K. wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I. I mean, Louis C.K. <laughs> but give him a break. But yeah, and he, I'll say this too. Um, I do not like apologies where, and I totally understand you trying to say, okay, this is, you know, this is the reason why I did this. Let me not try to justify. I'm just trying to explain my thought process. This is why, and I'm sorry, whatever. But I do not like apologies where they're like, I have a problem. I just, I, I, I can't, I can't. It's hard for me and I have a problem and I'm working on it. Nah, don't take your apology and make people try to make make you have any sort of pity. Yeah. Don't try to tug at people's heartstrings because of something that you did. You did something and you're sorry about it. Don't then go and try to like garner some kind of a well well wishing from people to say like oh well he was wrong but he's really a victim in this no no do not do that that's bullshit be an adult i like that he didn't deny it because i think it's most people but i 
stuff. He, he denied it for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did for a long he time. for years. And that, when he finally was outed, and people were like, oh, comedy took down Louis C.K. The New York Times took down Louis C.K. Comedy yeah. enabled Louis C.K. I, yeah, I would agree with that. Like, no yeah. one no one ever questioned the Just for Laughs Festival after a reporter went there in, I think, 2015 and tried to question Louis C.K. on the red carpet at Just for Laughs. And they fucking threw her out. And they were like, we're family here. You don't question us like that. And it's like. The, those institutions and things need to be fucking dealt with too, I feel or it's not going to change. Weird about institutions like that. Say, like we're family, really? Yeah, yeah. It's still not a family. boys' club at the end of the day, right? Oh you know? yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just want to agree with you guys at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, emotionally spent because they're only family as long as he is still who he is. And can provide a benefit. Like, if Louis C.K. were to quit doing stand-up and decide to go work at Costco, is he still family with y'all? Yeah. Right. No, no he's not. He's no longer in your world. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm just always very leery of people who are like, oh, well, we're family just because we all have the same job. No. Yeah. Because you could quit your job and I'd never see you again. Yeah. You could quit doing comedy. I will never see you again. <laughs> relevant or can help me at this point. Exactly. All right. So, we have uh, we've hit an hour. We should wrap it up. The uh, we had comments to read, but we're our other guest is on the way in right now. This was a fun episode. This was fun. Thank you both for doing it. Yeah, me. I'll have you both back. Well, I'll Maggie back. <laughs> me, we'll talk after. I'll get a full night, so I will be quick. <laughs> I'll be nice and quick. No, you were I great. You were great. <laughs> yeah, you were really great. Thank you. Um, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash unpops. You can get all kinds of bonus episodes. And we're doing a backyard show at Chet Wild's place on July 6th. Oh, shoot. So That sounds fun as hell. You can meet Chet and see his ridiculous poster. July 6th? Yeah. You want to be on it? We haven't even booked any comics. Yeah, dude. Yeah, put me on it, dude. Fuck yeah. Put that on my calendar right now. Maggie May is on it. Carrie, are you going to be in town? You want to do it? Should I host again? If you want. (laughs) (laughs) So Maggie May and Carrie, this is how I booked the last Unpop show, too. Like, hey, you're here. You want to do it? Thanks. That's awesome. That sounds fun as hell. Uh, I think Countless Thousands is going to do a, a, a show beforehand. Is Fastball going to be there? Probably. Probably. <laughs> They're coming back. They have nothing else going on. They'll They're, be there. We're back even harder. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got. Maggie, what do you have to plug? Um, when does this come out? This will be out on Monday. Okay, so... Um, I'm going to be in Portland on the 17th for the kickstand um, fundraiser show uh, for that new space that they have. And then the 24th, I'm going to be at Austin for Austin Sketchfest. Nice. Headlining one of the nights. Very nice. Carrie. Uh, We have some new pretty scary uh, episodes that we're going to record this week. All three of us. All three. The team is back and together. And all three of us will be talking. All three of us. Yeah. Typically, it's... Caitlin, Carrie, and me. Yeah. All... I, had to, I had to get off the Discord because someone said, Carrie doesn't know as much as Caitlin. I tend to gravitate <laughs> towards her and Adam's episodes. And I was like, actually, that's true. There's a lot I don't know. Um, anything else? Nope. That's it? I think that's pretty much... Yeah, I think I just nailed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also forgot... I'm doing a panel for the Black Women in Comedy Festival the 18th, and then put your hands together 
I got some other shows in between. I'll just I'll put them on Facebook. Okay, then I just thought of something else too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not to one up Maggie, but I did think of something else just now. So there is a uh, true crime panel that they're doing at the Pasadena Playhouse next Sunday, the 19th at 4.30 p.m. If you'd like to see me and some true crime podcasters and authors discuss different things, they want me to talk about the Adnan Syed case, which I'm scared to do. Do they need anyone to talk about owls? Because (laughs) I am there. I can ask. Okay. Yeah. If they need me to lead like a two, three hour thing. Three owl or thing. That's I, I gotta go. <laughs> Three hour. Um. Oh, I. I also. Uh, I just the, another thing just popped into mind. Actually, come, yeah. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is a fun back and forth. It is. All right, let's get out of here. Carrie, say goodbye. Goodbye, Maggie. Say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>